You are listening to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. We are on episode 60. I am your host, Sonia Paz, and we've got a little bit of Q&A today, so let's do this. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Greetings, friends and listeners. Sonia Paz here, your host with the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. And it is a great week. Well, I don't know. The weather's a little bit off. It was sunny. It was super hot. And then it rained for two days here in Northern California. But we are in California. I've been born and raised here. And this type of weather is truly not unusual. It has been a while since I've answered some questions, so I'm going to tackle three questions that have been on the back burner here for a while, and some of these are just touching base on some things that we've discussed in the past, and some of these are new. I have a question here today from Janet, who is located in State College, Pennsylvania, and she writes in, Hey, Sonia, I am so glad that I'm able to listen to your podcast. I started listening in October of 2016 and have recently finally caught up with all of the episodes. I do realize that there is a lot of work to get my business going, but I feel a little overwhelmed. It's probably because I've listened to your podcast in binge fashion and feel so excited, yet I feel really overwhelmed. I want to believe that there is some fun in having an art business but can you please let me know when that fun begins? Well, Janet, that <laughs> that's a great question. And there is a lot of fun in the art business. And I want to just say that I have been doing these podcasts and I am relatively new at doing podcasts and I'm relatively new at doing interviews. One of the things that I do want to point out is that you want to be able to make the art business a fun and enjoyable endeavor. And it should be enjoyable. One of the things that I love is that I am able to create. And within that, I, whenever I create, I kind of go off and think of different ways that I can market this product or market this artwork. And for me, that's the fun part of it. I believe that when you start working on the systems and getting a streamlined process, it's fun. Of course, The best thing about selling your artwork is selling your artwork. And then, of course, that energizes you to be able to create more, energizes you to create more products, get some things in order, start some streamlined processes. And, of course, I always enjoy it when I do make sales. Sometimes it's just best to step away, listen to some music, get those streamlined processes in place. And once you get that, then I don't don't want to say then the fun begins, but it certainly makes the kickstarting of getting your business and working on how to get that website set up or how to get those certificates of authenticity aligned, how to start preparing yourself to photograph your work, to go online, and the list goes on. I want this journey to be really enjoyable. 
And you're right. There is there should be some fun involved in this. What I like to do and what makes it fun for me is sometimes you just got to step away, take a breather, watch some movies all day long, listen to some movies all day long, listen to some podcasts that are going on that will help also, you know, inspire you, not only the Rockstar Mentor podcast, but listen to some other things that have maybe not even anything to do with business. Get involved in a book, something that can just sort of take you away. Listen to audible.com. Listen to different podcasts. There's lots of different things that you can listen to to be inspired. When you can create and you can enjoy what you're doing and work on the business part of your art business, then you can do it in stages. By all means, uh, the podcasts are here to help you on your own pace however you are set up in your business or however you are in the journey of creating and getting your business set up. I want to make sure that everybody does realize that this is a self-paced thing. Of course, you can call me, you can touch base with me, and I can help you work through some of those hurdles. I can make sure that you're on a path that will be aligned with the growth of how you are as an artist. This was an amazing question. I'm really glad that you asked this today. Do take time for yourself. Do take time to make sure that you've got your wheels going in the right direction on a pace that will work for you. Our next question comes from Jeff, who is located in Columbus, Ohio. And Jeff is writing in saying, love the podcast. Love what you've got going on. A friend of mine turned me on to your podcast and it's great. So thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate that. He continues to say that he is new as an artist in the Ohio area, Columbus, Ohio area, and he has found that he loves watercolors. And his question is that he has invested a couple hundred dollars in watercolors and watercolor brushes. However, he doesn't seem to find that he uses most of the supplies that he's been that he bought because he was very enthusiastic. So he writes in and says, I bought all of these materials, I bought wet palettes, I bought different kinds of watercolor paper, but in my journey, I'm finding that I only like certain brushes, certain paper, and certain colors. Should I try to resell these or hang on to them? Well, Jeff, I'm going to tell you right now, you are talking to one of the biggest art hoarders of art supplies on the planet. So, And I know that artists, we are hoarders and we do not throw anything away. What I would say is don't give it up. Don't narrow down your skill level or your tools just to, you know, just for the heck of it. Unless you need to do it for financial reasons or they're in your way or you truly feel that you're never going to pick it up. But I will tell you that I have done every type of medium and I have a brush for oils and I have a brush for acrylics and I have brushes for watercolors and I Even though I'm not using them, you just never know when you might pick it up or you might want to introduce new paper that you're using or try a different technique. So when you do encounter that desire to expand, at least you have the tools. So I wouldn't return them. I wouldn't take them back. I would hold on to them and see. And maybe if you join a watercolor society or a watercoloring group in your area, then sometimes, you know, you you and the other artists might do some sort of a swap and trade ideas and trade different type of tools 
and then that will allow you to offset some of those tools that you aren't using at this time. So let me know how you, how that works out. Would love to hear back from you. And the last question I'm going to tackle today is from, and I hope I pronounced this right, Sripti from the San Francisco Bay Area. And Sripti writes in and asks, I have been using an email newsletter service called MailChimp, and I know there are many other newsletter services out there. Recently, I went to a chamber event which had a representative from Constant Contact, and he went on about the benefits of Constant Contact, which I found to be very similar to MailChimp. The Constant Contact service is costly, and I cannot invest that much money at this time. MailChimp does not charge me. What are your thoughts on this? Should I invest in a newsletter service? Well, this is also an amazing question, Sripti, and I really appreciate it. I would say if you've been using MailChimp for the last six months, and of course, I am not sure how many people you have in your mailing list at this time, but if you're just starting out and you're starting to just build up your list, I would keep with whatever low-cost methods. If you are sending out newsletters on either a weekly or bi-monthly or monthly basis and you're getting some return on the investment, stick with what you've got right now. I know that Constant Contact, or at least the last time I checked out or knew about their costs and their fees, it was, I think they had a small service up to 50 subscribers, but I'm thinking you probably have more than that at this point. But I think it was even close to $30 a month. And I I should have checked that out before recording this podcast, but if I find anything different, I will put it in the show notes. But if Uh, I don't want to say if it's not broke, don't fix it. Or if it's not broke, don't worry about it. But if you're uh, considering costs right now, and if you are happy with MailChimp, and it is easy, it is easy to put together a nice newsletter in in the MailChimp formats, as well as other mailing services, including Constant Contact, keep it light, keep it low cost. If you're running to thousands of thousands of subscribers and you think that you want to go ahead and do something on a paid, you can keep MailChimp. And I think if you have over 1,200 or 1,500 or maybe 2,500 subscribers, there's a monthly fee for that. So unless you really, really want to change services, stick with what you got right now. That's my advice. I would do it. I use MailChimp for my services and I have the paid subscription and I'm really happy with it. So I hope that helps. I want to extend a huge thank you out to Janet, Jeff, and Swifty today for sending in their emails. And I know these emails were sent to me in February. So I do apologize. Actually, one of them was at the end of January. So the beginning of the year, I do apologize for not addressing those quicker And getting to it, it's been a little crazy, and I want to make sure that I give the attention to answering the questions that you have. If anyone else has questions and you want to send them to me, you can send them to mentor at rockstarmentor.com. And of course, visit the website at rockstarmentor.com, where we've got some freebies, some really great resources. You can connect with me, and my services are always available 
And we have um, little breakdowns on you can have a 15 minute phone call or you can have four hours of my attention in any little increment that you want to have as far as me mentoring you in your art business. This is a wrap today, everyone. I hope that you are having a great, successful beginning of the new year with rocking your art business. Sonia Paz here, Rockstar Mentor Podcast, answering your questions and feeling really great about it. And I hope that I can help you rock it in this art industry. Have a great week, everyone. And peace out, y'all. Peace out.